I'm Hera. And I'm Aisha. And we are the Mocha Single Mothers by Choice, or SMCs. Like you, as SMCs, we decided to become mothers knowing we'd be the sole care provider and parent of our children, at least at the outset. And the Mocha is for Black. We discuss being SMCs from an intentionally Black lens. You'll connect with all the interesting and fun things about this non-traditional path. Like how you decide which sperm to use, the cold, hard truth of fertility, your reality of dating as a single mother who doesn't have a co-parent to rely on for occasional childcare, and what it's actually like to parent as an SMC. This is the Mocha Single Mothers by Choice podcast. Hi, Pod. So Hera and I wanted to do something fun with this episode. Um, we, we feel like we spend so much time talking about our kids. We talk about work. We talk about fertility, infertility. So we wanted to do something a little bit different today. So today we want to talk about some fun facts about ourselves and a few of our favorite things. Yay. So Hera, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. So Hera. Open your phone, pull up your playlist, and tell me the first 10 songs that are on your playlist. All right. So I feel like this is like a long roundabout explanation. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, I think a lot of people go through like musical favorite phases when they're maybe like teenagers or young adults. And so for me, that's Uh the 90s, right? And so Uh 90s hip hop and R&B is like, it just repairs my soul on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So I like some new stuff like Lizzo. It's the music my toddler started twerking to before she could walk. But my Spotify is full of things like Boys to Men, I'll Make Love Mm -hmm. to You, which is like Mm -hmm. a staple. Montel Jordan, Mary J. Blige, Tony Braxton. Um, Remember Monica and Brandy, The Boy is Mine, Uh and TLC Uh Waterfalls. I actually saw TLC perform Waterfalls the Budweiser Superfest in like oh my goodness was it know, amazing it was like 1993 Aretha uh-huh. Franklin was there Montel Jordan was there Boys to Men was there it was like uh-huh. amazing I was like uh-huh. that teenager that was like this is the best day of my life and so funny story my toddler or actually no my seven-year-old recently asked me if I only thought black people could sing because like I only listen to black music right and I was like well I also like Adele uh, but I think she's secretly black too, which we just uh, talked about. But also in more recent music, I love Beyonce's stuff. Her remake of Before I Let You Go is like the best twist on like the black national anthem ever. And um, one of my favorite songs right now is Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. It's probably because mm-hmm. it sounds like old school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So see. see, this is why, this is why <laughs> we are, we are soul sisters because... Yeah. <laughs> My daughter, my oldest daughter asked me the same thing. She's just like, mommy, do we only listen to, to black people, black people music? And I'm just like, no. And then with the recent Cinderella and um, Let's Get Loud, I was like, I got that song in my car. And so I put it on. And so now we're like, so I was like, J-Lo. All right. This is in Espanol. So, and then boys to men, I'll make love to you. I actually got serenaded to that song freshman year in college. So, ooh, the memories. (laughs) Okay. My playlist. I'm a 90s girl too. Um, and so I've got Lizzo, the Jews. I've got Kendrick Lamar, all the stars. Um, Mint Condition, what kind of man would I be with Stokely? Um, Eric Clapton, Change awesome. the World. Um, See, you like white be. people music? I do like white people music. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> see, Lettucey, Beyonce, Love on Top. Also, the song you mentioned, I got Tevin Campbell, I'm Ready. I think I was like in middle school at the time. Jeff Red, you called and told me. You called and told me that you wanted to leave. Brandy, I want to be down the remix. Oh, so good. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I saw um, Destiny's Child in concert too when they were like, I think it was like right when they became three instead of four. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. When the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Lettucey and Jaheen stay together. Oh, that's a good one too. That's for my soul. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. So, what are you reading? Okay, what am I reading? So, truth be told, full transparency, I really have not picked up a book since my oldest was born. I do audiobooks. Um, so <laughs> I keep them in the car. Um, so I, in light of um, Gabrielle Union's uh, new book that's coming out where she um, talks about surrogacy and, you know, her journey to her daughter, I listened to her old book, the, um, we've got, we're going to need more wine. Right. And so that was a good one. Yeah, so I, I like that one. It was funny. It was down to earth. Um, and then this is a this is an oldie but goodie that I keep in the car, and I just listen to it over and over again. Um, Condoleezza Rice's autobiography, "Extraordinary Ooh. Ordinary People," and. I like autobiographies, especially if I like the person's voice and I've been mm-hmm. curious about that person's life. And she just mm-hmm. does a really good job of telling the story of her childhood, her upbringing in Birmingham, Alabama, and kind of taking you back to the times of the civil rights movements. But um, that's a book that is just timeless in my head. And Hera, that's awesome. what are you listening to? What so I am... I am mostly now an audiobook person because I'm always on the move. However, every once in a while, I prescribe to porch culture in DC and I just get my book and I have my girls get their books and we sit outside and read. Um, Mm -hmm. But let's see. I also really liked Gabrielle Union's first book and her most recent one is in my queue. I love autobiographies as well. And on that note, Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes is phenomenal. And like listening to it felt like I was having a really good chat with my girlfriend over coffee. Like every time I would turn it on, I was just like, okay, Shonda, (laughs) let's have a chat. Um, I also love Trevor Noah's Born a Crime and it brought me back to college in South Africa and it had me laughing so hard that I was crying several times. And I had to actually like pull over the side of the road because I was like just like gut stabbing crying laughing Mm -hmm. and so lately I've also been really into black romance novels by Kennedy Mm -hmm. Ryan and the latest one I'm reading is called Real which is Mm -hmm. just like if a book could be delicious it would be this book Mm -hmm. and Kennedy Ryan is just so great at storytelling and I her love making seems like make me wish I was in a passionate relationship and getting <laughs> sex on the regular because she is just fantastic. Oh, no. And like, it's not the type of book that you can listen to in the car with your kids, but like, uh-huh. as soon as the kids are out of the car, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So when you're out running errands, but still want to look, look cute, what's your go-to to nod to glam? 
Let's see my nod to glam. So usually if I, if I, if I'm, if I'm out running errands, I ascribe to, you know, being ready for anything, anytime that love might find you. And so I like my Clinique Chubby, um, my Clinique Chubby Stick lip gloss and mascara. And so I'm a sucker for Sephora samples. So whenever I see mascara on their samples, I automatically get it. And every now and then I catch Dior, which gives me such lush, beautiful eyelashes. And so, yeah, how about you? So you're clearly better at this than me. (laughs) I have a very basic routine for trying to look cute, which is like do my hair, which like on the regular is just in a hot, like this is a hot mess, especially Uh since I work in tech and like, I just don't care that much. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I want to look cute, I will do my hair and I'll use like mascara and eyebrow liner, if nothing else. My eyebrows are really crazy. And Uh so taming them always makes me feel more put together. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on, moving on. So we ask this a lot in our space because, you know, we have time. So what's in your streaming queue? What are you watching? So this is an interesting one because I go through stages and I think right now, since there's just so much emotional stuff going on in my life and in the world, I just really need trashy television, like Mm -hmm. The Real Housewives of Potomac, Bachelor (laughs) in Paradise, especially because they cast Black people now, which wasn't a thing if you looked at like Uh season one and two. And I am here for all the mess, especially when it's not my mess. (laughs) I also really love Queen of Flow, the Colombian telenovela, or, uh, or some of those that are on Netflix of that are really great at storytelling, Uh but ultimately girl, I'm just having a hard time with any show that does not have black characters in particular. Like if Uh I don't see a black woman leading in a leading role, I'm just not into it. I'm like, okay, Uh you couldn't find one black person. That's not like a periphery character. No, thanks. All right. So two funny stories, right? So pod, Hera tried to get me to watch Queen of Flow and she was really good. <laughs> so good. You know, you could binge watch it. And I will say it was good. So I'm scrolling through the episodes and I'm like, okay, I need to get to a break. Hera said that the next season is out. Y'all, it's like 55 <laughs> episodes, 55, 45 minute episodes. Yeah. Hera, I did not sign up for a long-term relationship. <laughs> so I'm like... I don't know about this. And also it has subtitles and I didn't have my new glasses. And so I'm like, huh. See, I, I, I understand enough Spanish that I don't need the subtitles. So <laughs> see, and I'm like, I'm like my Spanish is not that good. And then, um, all right. So in my streaming queue, so I'm, I've been trying to like really, really diversify globally. So I've been trying to find African, Black Caribbean type shows. So I stumbled upon Blood and Water, which is an all black cast, you know, a young kind of like teenage high school type of saga, you know, that's set in South Africa. So that one was good. And then I have Grownish, I have Good Trouble, I have Coco Melon, right? Because oh, I'm going through, Coco I'm like, Melon. why is Coco yeah. Melon in here? Because the kids sometimes take my profile. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, which is an old fave. The First Wives Club, um, that's on Stars and BET Plus with Jilly from Philly. Um, Run the World, which is a, a awesome a, a series about Black women in their 30s just doing the thing and living life. Let's see, Love and Marriage Huntsville is my nod to drama and mess and... <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just need to, you just need to like zone you out. Just, you just got to, it, it's just a guilty, trashy 
pleasure. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So now something more serious. If you could go back in time, what's a piece of advice you'd give your pre-baby self? Okay. So one, I would say get a deeper binge of potential suitors because I am really good for closing and cementing doors shut. And every now and then I do want a friends with benefits and what better way than someone who's, who's been there with you in your past and it's just comfortable. So I would say, you know, don't be so surgical with the cutoff. Um, but yeah, have boundaries. And then I really enjoyed the social aspect of dating. And so that was kind of fun. And then wear sequins for no reason, right? Because now as a mom, I'm afraid to wear really nice stuff because I don't want to get chocolate fingerprints mm. everywhere. My daughter has a cold now and I caught her wiping her boogies on me, you know? Yeah. And so I just, you know, so I stay away from white, you know, I stay away from sequins, yes. things that can scratch them. You wear all the nice jewelry. Um, so, so mm-hmm. yeah, wear sequins. For no reason. Your kids will How rip your you? earrings out of your ears. They certainly so, will. And your hair. Yes. And your hair. And your hair. <laughs> so I would say to my younger version of myself, pre-babies, stop stressing about the order in which you feel your life needs to go. You will have the kids you were meant to have, and you will find that your romantic person that you were meant to be with just relax and live your life. Mm-hmm. I think like I was just super stressed because I have a tendency to be a little wrapped around the axle and very type A. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be like married with 2.5 kids by the time I'm 32. And I just think that it would have been much better had I just relaxed and just had fun with my life. And mm-hmm. I think it, if, if I could go back, I would have told myself younger that this was a viable option for me so that I would have stopped putting as much pressure on the relationships that I was having um, to be something that they weren't. See, we should have met earlier in life because, oh, we would have had so much fun. I know, seriously. All about dating casually, petting the pig. Yeah. Wearing white and sequins. <laughs> All right. So here's something. Here's a serious question now, Aisha. Okay. I'm ready. There's going to be a zombie apocalypse and uh-huh. you have two hours. What do you do? Where are you headed? Okay, so you know I've been preparing my kids for this, right? Yes. <laughs> so we we have go bags. I keep okay, little weird quirk. I keep old medications just in case I need to sell them on the black market for hey, all again. I mean, um, we it do. Could be a thing. The zombies are coming. <laughs> I, I know. So I would definitely grab my girls. You know, grab our cash, grab our go bags. You know, grab our photo album, one photo album, and get them in the car. We've been practicing getting yourselves in the car, strapping yourselves in, gas up the car. And I would probably head north. I don't know why, but I think cold is better than warm. For some reason, I think zombies don't do cold. But there might be some logic there. All right. So I am going to purchase alcohol and (laughs) weapons because I'm a single mom and I'm going to need something to barter. And I'm also going to need something to protect us in case somebody comes after us, zombie or otherwise. And yeah, so I'm going to need something to barter when food runs low. And then I'm probably going to go hunker down at Costco because there's lots of food. There's entertainment. You can find fridges and microwaves and hot plates to prepare the food. So I feel like we'd be good for a while. And then when we ran out, our guns and alcohol would get us through. See, don't forget to let me know where the meetup spot is because <laughs> we we need your ammo. We need we're your gonna, food. We're going to call all the MOCA SMCs and they're going to be up there in Costco. <laughs> we'll just have some rotations like. 
Aisha, you're on the front now. Aisha be sitting there with her gun. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so this is another good one. So we talked about sequins for no reason, but now that you're a mom, what is your go-to gear for running errands? So I, anyone who knows me knows that I'm like super sporty and just, I tend to be casual. Like I know there's some people who are like putting on heels and like, you know, their, their go-to is their default is like, not casual, but uh-huh. one of the reasons that I may have chosen to work in tech is I was like, I can wear jeans to work. I can just roll out of bed and wear yoga pants. Like where do I sign up? So uh-huh. I'm all about yoga pants. I embrace the fact that I have a large butt, whatever I'm black. <laughs> it happens. Um, or jogging pants and a t-shirt tank top and a pair of chucks. I also love flip-flops in the summer because if I could walk barefoot all day, I'd probably do it. I mean, yeah, I love getting dressed up occasionally, but I also just like to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. How about you? So I'm all about comfort and fit. And so my go-to is typically a fitted tee, some gen- um, denim capris, and my JBU sport footwear. They're comfy. They're cute. They've got antibacterial um, insoles. They have memory foam. I can run in them. I can walk in them. I can chase down a two-year-old in them. Um, and then in the cooler months, I like a pull-together look. So I'm either wearing um, a nice light, um, lightweight cardigan or a nice lightweight jacket that's got a cinched waist and mm. so just in case I stumble upon Mr. Wright someplace I've got my chubby stick and lip gloss yeah mascara. I feel like Mr. Wright is gonna have to be good with the how I look when I wake up in the morning like uh-huh. I'm gonna roll out wearing no makeup 99% of the time mm-hmm. and that's gonna be cool although when it gets when it gets nice and like cool out I do love a really cute fitted sweater and like ankle boots Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a All really right. cute pair of jeans. <laughs> All right, All rapid right. fire comfort food. Ooh, cheese and crackers. You? Sweet potato fries. Ooh, pregnancy cravings. Okay, this is going to sound super gross, but with my son, I was like hardcore craving McDonald's ice cream. It made no sense because I don't even think it's dairy. But like, I just needed it from McDonald's. It wasn't just soft serve in general. I was like, no, it has to be McDonald's. I don't even eat McDonald's and I can't eat it anymore. But like, it was a thing. Um, Uh With my oldest daughter, it was chocolate cake. And my youngest daughter, it was donuts, Uh which is clearly the reason why I gained like 50 times every time, 50 pounds every time I had a kid. It was gross. How about you? I will tell you across the street from my OB's office was a McDonald's. So Every time I had an OB appointment, I would treat myself to a McDonald's shake and fries. I don't care. Judge me. Whatever. I run. I mean, so. Yes. Good stuff. <laughs> but with both pregnancies, I craved meat, protein. So I did cheese. I did beef bacon, you know, um, the, the fried bologna sandwiches. Like it was just gross, but it was just like meat. Yeah. So hey, you, they, wanted but, some, but, they wanted some vitamins. Yeah. You know, baby wants what baby wants and baby got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, next one, coffee or tea. So I am not very functional pre-coffee in the morning. And I don't understand how anybody would want cold coffee in the morning. Like, I don't care how hot it is outside. I see that. And I'm just like, that's gross. Um, uh-huh. I like tea, but like I could give, I could do without it. 
How about you? Mm -hmm. All right. So it depends on the time of day. In the morning, I think the caffeine hit from coffee is a lot better, but I didn't become a coffee drinker until I had kids. And so I like lots of cream in my coffee. And then in the evenings or nighttime, I'm a tea person because I like hot toddies. And there was a time where I would get like different kind of flavored Mm. brandies and I would just have my hot toddies. So it's really Yeah, we're going to need to try that. (laughs) because <laughs> yes. I, I don't know how to yes. make that so I feel like yes. that's a thing oh girl just a, a <sighs> strong paw a strong pour <laughs> into hot tea nice okay <laughs> any lingering remnant from pregnancy like things you can't do anymore okay so when I was pregnant with my um first I could not tolerate sweets and I used to be a really um, big gum chewer. And so it cured me of my gum addiction. And to this day, I really can't do super, super sweet things. I always have to cut my sweetness. Oh, interesting. So (laughs) I had this weird aversion to soy sauce when I was pregnant. Uh Like I just couldn't handle the smell of it. And I used to love sushi, but now I really can't eat it anymore because like I associate the sushi with the soy sauce. And then you really can't Uh go into a Japanese restaurant without sort of having that smell. So Uh I don't really eat it anymore, which is sad. I've never noticed the smell of soy sauce. Next time I have sushi, I'm going to have to smell it. (laughs) Okay. All right. So a little bit more uh, serious. What is your self-care routine? So my self-care routine is I work out a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's like the time I, it's like the only time in my day that I feel like I can truly devote to myself Mm -hmm. and also get out of my own head. So I do a lot of Peloton running when I can walking, um, just to really get my heart rate growing and just try, you know, I'll listen to my nineties hip hop and R&B mm-hmm, and just totally zone out and jam, you know, Manny Petties are great haircuts, great. Um, or just like a really good massage, preferably by a large dude with big hands. So I'm just saying, <laughs> what about you? Um, a little bit similar. Um, I do like to work out, um, whatever is going to make my heart feel like it's gotten up there and a little bit perspiration. Um, I do like a good massage, a good hair washing because my hair is natural. So it takes time for me to wash it, condition it, blow dry it, straighten it if I'm straightening it. Um, so having that time is like just luxuriating in it. Um, manis and petties are my go-to thing. Now, you know, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more time in my day that the girls are playing together a little bit more independent. So I could do my nails, I can do pedicures, I can remove the nail polish and not let it all just chip off. I'm still working on getting the massage and the pedicure, but we're in a pandemic. So I want to be a bit more cautious, but I'm going to, I'm trying my best to carve out more time for myself. Okay. One last question before we wrap, how would your kids describe you? Um, my kids would probably say mommy's amazingly beautiful and smart. (laughs) (laughs) You've raised them right. (laughs) I know, I know, such good kids. How about you? (laughs) I think if I asked my kids this question, they'd probably just like stare back at me for a good couple seconds. And then (laughs) they would probably say something incredibly ratchet, like you're mean. (laughs) Or like, um, no, I think they, I think they'd probably say that. I am fun, but also strict. I think sometimes my default is to be strict because I remember when I was a teacher, they always said, be mean until Halloween. And what that's supposed to mean is like, essentially you have to kind of start out by giving your kids really clear boundaries. And so in a classroom setting, you know, mean until Halloween is like, if you're strict until Halloween, 
the kids will know what the boundaries are. And then you can start loosening it up a little bit because they already know how to behave. Whereas mm-hmm. if you start out being like Mr. Nice guy or whatever, they'll just walk all over you and it, you'll never mm-hmm. be able to recover. And so I think I'm finally getting to the point with my kids, especially my older one, where she knows the rules, she knows how to behave. And so I don't have to be as on her all the time, but I definitely mm-hmm. have moments where I'm like, look, I'm your only parent. And if you're going to get this lesson, it's coming from me. So sorry. Yeah. I yeah, you, I, but... I choose not to to listen to the constructive feedback that they give me. I'm actually like sadistically looking forward to the day that my kids are teenagers and they like slam uh-huh. the door in their face and they're like, I hate you. And I'm going to be like, I am not your friend. I'm uh-huh. mama. I love uh-huh. you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but yes, this has been so much fun. Thanks everybody for hanging in here with us. Um, what we would love for you to do is go to our Instagram and maybe share with us some pictures of yourself, some things that you like to do. uh, And, and specifically like, how would your kids describe you? Well, pod, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you like what you heard, share us with your girlfriends. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So tell us what you thought of this episode on social media. On Facebook, we are at Mocha SMC podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Mocha SMC. You can find additional information on the topics from the podcast at our website at mochasmc.com. Till next time, pod. Bye now.